0: is stopped up with sinus issues and all the fun stuff that happens at this time of the year i'm right there with you but that's not going to stop me from telling you about the news of today that's right this is the disorderly shows tldr news roundup for 11:29:23. 29 23 renew the news so you don't have to and in no particular order Lee Mueller, the former owner of the Edinville Dam, has been held responsible for nearly $120 million in damages to Michigan's natural resources. This ruling was issued by a U.S. District Court judge as a default judgment concluding a lawsuit initiated by the state in 2020. The assessed damages encompass $21 million for state fisheries, $90 million for the impact on freshwater mussel ecosystems, and an additional $8.8 million due to violations of state law. At the upcoming COP28 climate conference in Dubai, meat companies and their lobby groups are preparing to make a significant pro-meat statement with the intention of influencing policymakers. And if you remember not too long ago, Dubai is also going to use this to make deals with gas and oil companies. So now meat's getting involved with it, so great conference, guys. This move comes amidst growing pressure on the meat and dairy industries due to their substantial greenhouse gas emissions. Notably, the dairy industry alone counts for 3.4% of global emissions. The Fort Worth City Council has unanimously agreed to a $3.5 million settlement for the family of Ataniana Jefferson, including her nephew Zion Carr, who witnessed her fatal shooting by a police officer. This settlement is designed to address Zion's immediate needs and includes a college savings plan for him. Additionally, it will provide ongoing payments to Zion until he turns 40 years old, potentially totaling up to $6 million with accrued interest. Aaron Dean, the former officer responsible for Ataniana Jefferson's death, has been convicted of manslaughter and sentenced to over 11 years in prison. Former Indiana lawmaker Sean Eberhardt was making sure he had a job after he left office because he admitted to supporting a casino bill in exchange for promises of employment. During his tenure, Eberhardt used his influence to advocate for the relocation of two casinos and to secure advantageous conditions for spectacle entertainment. This led to an investigation into the company's practices. In a related case, former legislator John Keeler was also implicated and has since been sentenced to prison for his involvement in these illicit activities. Though i got to figure out if that bill actually passed, because if it did, then all this is doing is really just giving them a timeout before they're able to take their lucrative jobs. In a legal dispute concerning two handwritten wills discovered in Aretha Franklin's home, a judge has ruled in favor of her sons, awarding them the late singer's real estate. One of the wills, dated in 2014, was deemed valid by the court and was found in a seat cushion. This decision entitles Franklin's sons to ownership of her properties located in Detroit and its suburbs, which include a gated mansion valued at over $1 million. While the distribution of Franklin's music assets remains unsettled, the validated will indicates that her sons are likely to share any income derived from these assets. A U.S. Navy warship in response to threats from Iranian-backed Houthi rebels shot down an Iranian-made drone that was launched from Yemen and approached near the Bab-el-Mandib Strait. Probably didn't say that right. The drone came within 10 nautical miles of the Navy destroyer USS Carney, breaching safety protocols. The USS Carney took action and shot down the drone following several warnings. This incident follows a similar situation where an Iranian drone flew within 1,500 yards of another U.S. Navy destroyer USS Thomas Hudna, in the same region. A judge has declined to drop the charges against Jackie Johnson, a former Georgia prosecutor. She is accused of obstructing the investigation into Ahmad Aubrey's killing. Arbery's murderers, Greg and Travis McMichael, along with William Bryan, have been found guilty and sentenced in both state and federal courts for the crime. Johnson, who was the leading prosecutor for Glenn County at the time, has entered a plea of not guilty and denies any misconduct in the case. Electronic vehicles from the years 2021 to 2023 have encountered nearly 80% more issues than their gasoline-powered counterparts. These problems span a range of areas, including battery and charging systems, body panel defects, and interior part flaws. Among EV manufacturers, Tesla has shown signs of improvement in reliability, ranking 14th with respect to body hardware, paint, and trim issues. In the broader context of vehicle reliability in the U.S., General Motors Buick brand has secured the top spot. When it comes to different vehicle types, compact cars have emerged as the most reliable category. Conversely, electronic pickups have been noted to have the worst reliability. In comparison to gasoline vehicles, hybrid vehicles generally experience fewer issues. However, both plug-in hybrids and fully electric vehicles have been found to face more problems overall. On Thursday, the U.S. House of Representatives is set to vote on the potential expulsion of Republican George Santos, who is currently embroiled in a series of corruption charges and has been the subject of a rigorous ethics investigation. Santos has been accused of fabricating various elements of his personal and professional history during his election campaign and is facing nearly two dozen charges in federal court. To successfully expel Santos from the House, the motion will require the backing of at least two-thirds of House members. Given the circumstances, this expulsion is expected to be easily achieved. If it does occur, Santos will become only the third member to be ousted by colleagues since the Civil War. Astronomers have made a rare discovery of an in-sync, not-the-band, solar system, located about 100 light-years away, which consists of six planets that have remained undisturbed by external influences since their formation billions of years ago. This compact and synchronized system offers valuable insights into the process of solar system formation. However, none of the planets in the system fall within the habitable zone, which diminishes the potential for life as we understand it. A notable feature of this solar system is that the planets move in perfect synchronization, a phenomenon known as Renaissance. In this state, each planet completes a precise number of orbits in a specific ratio relative to its neighboring planet. In Arizona, Cochise County Supervisors Peggy Judd and Tom Crosby have been charged with conspiracy and interference with an election officer. The charges allege that they conspired and knowingly obstructed the efforts of Arizona Secretary of State Katie Hobbs to finalize the canvas of the 2022 statewide general election. Arizona Attorney General Chris Mays has expressed a commitment to upholding the rule of law and ensuring the enforcement of election laws, emphasizing support for election officials in carrying out their duties. The United States has introduced new sanctions targeting 20 individuals and companies believed to be part of a financial network supporting the Iranian military. These sanctions, implemented by the Treasury Department, affect a range of entities and individuals spanning from Hong Kong to the United Arab Emirates. A notable entity among those sanctioned is Sefer Energy, an Iranian company. Safir Energy, probably didn't say that right, is accused of functioning as a front for the Iranian government's oil sales with the proceeds allegedly used to fund regional activities and support groups such as Hamas and Hezbollah. Cigna and Humana, two prominent players in the health insurance industry, are currently engaged in discussions about a potential merger. The proposed combination, which involves a stock and cash deal, could result in the creation of a new industry powerhouse. According to reports, this deal might be finalized by the end of the year. What a Christmas gift for all of us, another health insurance company that's going to deny most of its claims. Cristiano Ronaldo, recognized as the world's highest paid athlete, is embroiled in a $1 billion class action lawsuit brought forth by customers of Binance, the cryptocurrency exchange. The lawsuit contends that Ronaldo, in promoting Binance, was either aware or should have been aware of what? Of potential issues related to the exchange selling unregistered crypto securities and thus aided in their sale. Right, because when I want to know about cryptocurrency, an athlete is who I want to go talk to. Binance, the largest cryptocurrency exchange globally, recently settled with the federal government, agreeing to pay over $4 billion in penalties and restitution for violating the Bank Secrecy Act. The lawsuit against Ronaldo was filed in the wake of Binance's settlement. International mediators are reportedly making headway in extending the truce in Gaza. As part of the efforts to sustain the ceasefire, Hamas has been releasing captives in exchange for a reduction in Israel's military actions. Israel has positively responded to the release of dozens of hostages and has indicated a willingness to uphold the truce contingent upon the continued release of captives by Hamas. Let's just hope Hamas doesn't see this as a way to continue the truce by going after more and more hostages. Because once they run out, what's Israel going to do then? And they got to be thinking that too, right? The United States has charged an Indian national with involvement in a conspiracy to assassinate a U.S. citizen. Yep, that's right, you heard that right. An Indian national is involved, quote-unquote, with trying to kill a U.S. citizen. This individual is an advocate for the creation of a separate Sheik state, and according to the charges, the plot was mastermind from India, with the defendant receiving instructions from an employee of the Indian government. The intended target of the assassination plot? is a prominent critic of the Indian government and leads a U.S.-based organization that supports the secession of the Punjab state. you got to wonder, India sees this this secession as a major threat if they're willing to go after not only killing someone in Canada, but also going after somebody in the U.S.? Speaking of Canada, Google and the Canadian government have come to an agreement regarding the Online News Act, which is a law mandating that tech giants compensate news publishers for their content featured on Google's sites. This deal entails Google making annual payments to Canadian news organizations with a sum estimated to be around 100 million. No, not billion like they're paying Apple, but million, just 100 million? Man, that that seems a bit low. Anyway, in exchange, Canadian news content will continue to be accessible on Google platforms. In contrast, Meta, who's also affected by this legislation, has taken a different approach by blocking the sharing of news content on its Facebook and Instagram platforms as a response to the new law. Wayne County schools in West Virginia are set to embark in the largest demonstration of solar-powered renewable electricity in Appalachian Public Schools. That's right, coal country is going solar power. This significant solar project, developed by Solar Holler, which is a great name for that part of the country, is projected to save the school system approximately $6.5 million over the course of a 25-year agreement. Notably, this makes it the largest power purchase agreement of its kind in West Virginia. Two months ago, hackers successfully infiltrated the customer support system of Okta, a significant player in identity management solutions and accessed information on all its users. The data compromised in the breach includes usernames and email addresses. And despite this, though, Okta continues to serve thousands of businesses, providing a platform for single sign on capabilities for employees. A U.S. Air Force CV 22B Osprey, belonging to the 353rd Special Operations Wing, crashed near Yakushima Island, Japan, while on a training mission with eight airmen on board. Search and rescue operations are ongoing, and the cause of the crash remains unknown. And finally, 15-year-old Madison Atkinson is being celebrated as a hero for saving her three-year-old cousin, Maxine, who nearly drowned in a pool during a family Thanksgiving gathering. While the adults initially thought Maxine was playing with the other kids, surveillance footage showed she had fallen into the pool. Her uncle discovered her floating face down and pulled her out, attempting the Heimlich Maneuver. However, Madison, who had learned CPR in class, recognized that CPR was needed since Maxine wasn't breathing. Her prompt action and CPR skills successfully revived Maxine, leaving both families immensely grateful. So... Well, that'll be something that'll come up at every Thanksgiving as it should for those two families. And also a reminder to you, hey, you know, if you're not going to be doing anything soon, why not do some CPR? Why not learn some CPR? Because you never know when you may need to be called upon. And that's been the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup for 11:29:23. 23 Go help somebody.